Did you know that Central America is good for solos? It's a destination for adventure, history, culture and nature. If you're looking to solo travel in Central America, then this episode is for you. Stay tuned. Welcome to Girl About the Globe, a podcast for you as a solo female traveller. Empowering women to travel solo with maximum adventure, minimum impact. Central America is such a fascinating region of the world to explore. I've spent three months in total in Central America and it's a destination full of lots of different things to do as a solo traveller. The only place I haven't been to in Central America is El Salvador. I just want to go through different places to visit in Central America if you're considering a trip there. Central America is made up of Belize, Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Nicaragua and Panama. The region has main temples, islands, crystal waters, the world's second largest reef, active volcanoes and lush vegetation, not to mention big cats and an abundance of wildlife. Its history dates back thousands of years and you can see evidence of the main civilization in Guatemala, Belize and Honduras. So instead of going to Mexico where it's very touristy, you can actually see a lot of the temples in these countries instead. But if you love indigenous tribes and barely trodden rainforests, then you really will like this continent. It's actually got 10% of the world's biodiversity and it's one of the richest ecosystems on earth with hundreds of species of plants and birds. You can trek through a mystical cloud forest, climb one of the many volcanoes, enjoy some of the best serving in the world, or just simply relax on one of the white sand Caribbean beaches. You can sail through the Panama Canal, or visit the unspoiled islands of the coast of Nicaragua, which is the largest country in Central America. With zip canopies, jungle lodges and adventure sports, the continent is just one massive adventure. But not all of the countries are perfect or safe for solos. So to begin with, for solo travel, it's not really known for its safety. So you do need to exercise some caution, but you won't be singled out because you're a solo female. So the safest countries that I found, in my opinion, are Panama and Nicaragua. And the ones to be careful in are Honduras, El Salvador, which I haven't been to because I was too scared to go to, and Guatemala City. But the cities in Central America do have a bit of a reputation for crime, especially, as I just mentioned, Guatemala City, Belize City, San Pedro Sula, and also the capital in Honduras. The main bus station in San Pedro Sula, for example, has armed security guards, but it is safe inside, but you just don't want to go wandering around the streets by yourself, and especially not to an ATM to get any money out. But you can wear what you want on the continent, especially in Costa Rica and Panama. The worst that you'll hear is men shouting Linda, which means beautiful in Spanish. Don't take any valuables with you if you're going to the beach, if you're alone. Be careful of your belongings on public transport and travel during the day instead of at night. You don't want to have any of your valuables on display, especially in Costa Rica as well. So just use your common sense and be careful so that you're not looking like an obvious target to be marked. If you research your trip and stick to the tourist areas, you should be fine. Each country is different, but if you can speak a few phrases of Spanish, it will help you. When I first travelled there, I spoke hardly any Spanish and it was very challenging, but I did get by. The second time I went, I was able to get by in Spanish and it just made my life so much easier. Just going to give you a quick solo travel safety rating for each country. 
This is not just my own opinion, this is also research from our solo female Facebook community as well. So safest countries are Panama, Costa Rica. Most dangerous are El Salvador and Honduras, but don't let that put you off visiting Honduras because there are areas of the country which are okay. So Belize gives three stars out of five, Costa Rica three stars out of five for, for safety and for visiting as a solo female. For El Salvador, one star out of five, Guatemala two stars, Honduras two stars, Nicaragua three stars, Panama four stars. The language spoken here is mainly Spanish, but it might surprise you to know that Belize is the only English-speaking country in the whole of Latin America. They also speak Creole on the Caribbean coast as well. So Panama and Costa Rica are the most international countries because there are quite a lot of expats living there, meaning that English is spoken in some of the tourist areas. The most expensive countries here are Costa Rica and Panama. Cheapest ones to go to are Nicaragua and Guatemala, depending on where you go in the region. If you do want to have a look at the best time to visit Central America, there is a guide on the website, which I will put a link to, all about solo travel in Central America, which gives you more details that you can look at when you're planning your Central America trip. Travelling in Central America is a backpacker's dream, but not really when it comes to getting around, even though it looks like a fairly compact region. In certain places, the roads can be atrocious, and bus travel can take what it feels like an eternity to kind of get anywhere so you could hire a car and thousands of tourists do this but I don't think you can take a car across the border so one of the ways around that would be to drive to the border and drop your car off and then walk across the border and then your tour company or hire company representative will provide you with your new rental car. Overlanding is the cheapest way to travel across the region. The first time I went I did Mexico down to Panama in two months and then when I went back I spent five weeks just in Panama just exploring Panama so it is it is easy to do overland and you do meet a lot of other travellers if you take the VIP buses as well there isn't a train system there so taking the bus is kind of the only way to go they do have chicken buses I don't know if you've heard of them they're the old North American school buses kind of the yellow buses very bumpy very old they're called chicken buses because locals used to be able to take their chickens and their livestock on the buses, but they're not allowed to do it. But I have heard a few clucks when I've taken the buses. So coach travel is probably the best option if you want something a little bit more comfort. They tend to be cleaner and newer and they do the long distances. So for example, Mexico to Panama, you can go all that way on a, on a coach. There's also private shuttles between the major cities but they're normally operated through tourist agencies or via hotels, so they can be more expensive. So it really depends how much you want to pay, what kind of experience you want to have. In the lesser developed countries, such as Belize, you do need to allow enough time if you get in the bus. If the bus leaves at 12, don't expect it to leave at 12 because it will sit there and it will wait until it's full. And sometimes when a bus arrives, all of the locals run for the bus and get on the bus. So you may find yourself waiting for the next bus, which has happened to me before. But you don't have to go by bus and you don't have to go overland as some of the border crossings are actually by sea. So you can travel from Mexico to Belize on the boat, Belize to Honduras, Panama to Colombia, which you can't go overland because that territory is dangerous to cross overland and vice versa. But the seas can get a bit rough. So if you are taking a three-day sailing trip through the Sandblast Islands from Panama to Colombia, 
the Sandblast Islands are some of the most beautiful, scenic, picturesque islands I've ever seen. But the journey might make you feel a bit seasick, so you can take the smoother option of a speedboat instead. Or you could just take a leisurely ride along the Panama Canal. If you are feeling a little bit hesitant about travelling around Central America by yourself, then you can consider a tour. It will help you see all of the best parts of Central America, and it takes out the stress of local transport too. It's definitely an adventure, this part of the world. I'm just going to go into a little synopsis of each country to help you decide on where you want to go. Belize is the only English-speaking country on the continent. It's a former British colony. It has so much diversity. You can head to the Kays for Caribbean islands and the Great Blue Hole, or inland for jungle, big cats, and Central America's largest cave system. Belize is relatively safe. It has a Caribbean feel to it and is so multicultural that you'll find Rastas, Indians and Chinese among the African descendants. There is a gang culture in Belize City, so steer clear of Southside and head to the rest of the mainland for the Keys, which are perfectly safe. Buses aren't the only way to get round in Belize. You can get water taxis, which take you from Belize City to the Keys. Tropic Air also operates internal flights around the country and you find tiny airstrips everywhere with 12-seater planes even flying as far as Mexico. When I sat on the plane in Belize, I could actually see out the cockpit past the where the pilot was sitting. It's crazy. The planes are so small. Costa Rica is the place for ecotourism, and no other country that I've come across does ecotourism as well as Costa Rica so far. It's very biodiverse, tropical birds, waterfalls, lots of vegetation... It's actually one of the most popular destinations on the continent and it does have some beautiful landscapes but you need to be a bit careful at some of the bus stations. They can be a bit sketchy, especially in San Jose, the capital. So getting around Costa Rica is via buses, shuttle services or 4x4 jeeps. The bus routes aren't that extensive and you might find yourself having to backtrack to visit each corner of the country. You can also travel by ferry which operates from Punta Arenas to Parquera and Naranjo. If you're travelling across the land border to Nicaragua or Panama, then take an early bus. El Salvador is a country that I haven't been to, but it is the smallest country in the region. It is known to have the best surf on the continent. At the time that I was going, which was six years ago, borders were regularly being held up and the risk of being robbed there was incredibly high. If you do travel there, please check the Foreign Office website and consider taking taxis instead of public transport for safety. Guatemala has a lot to offer and it's home to active volcanoes and the jungle Mayan temples of Tikal. You could take a trip back in time in the World Heritage Site of Antigua, meander around the colourful town of Flores or explore Lake Atalan, which is one of Guatemala's many lakes. If you can avoid Guatemala City, then do, because there are other regions in the country which are much nicer. You can take public buses in Guatemala, or you can choose tourist buses as well. There's also an overnight bus to Flores. Flores is gorgeous. Honduras. Honduras isn't that great for solo females. There is a high level of crime. You do need to be comfortable with armed security guards, but their presence is in tourist areas. It's a very macho society, so you may receive unwanted attention. Take a taxi if travelling at night and just be really careful in the cities, which are known for their dangerous areas. If you don't want to be the only traveller within the towns, head to the Bay of Islands of Roatan, which are friendly, nice islands for the comfort of other travellers and friendly locals. Although it is a bit sketchy, you will find other solos that come here for the diving. 
Utila is a crazy hedonistic island where you can party and dive until all hours. Or if you want culture, then you can go to Copan, which has the country's main ruins. But you may prefer to see the, the ruins in Belize or Mexico instead, where you feel more comfortable. Honduras does require a little bit of extra vigilance if you're not spending time on islands. So it might be worth taking a tour if you're going to the mainland. They do have express buses between the two major cities, or you can consider internal flights instead. If you're travelling to the Bay of Islands, there are ferry routes from the mainland and between the two islands. It's worth paying a little bit extra for the speedboat instead of a traditional fishing boat if you get seasick like me. Or you can take the ferry from Lesiba to Roatan, which is a rolling boat. And they actually give you a seasickness tablet when you buy your ticket. But you can buy drinks and snacks on board. Next is Nicaragua. I love Nicaragua and there are so many places to see that you could easily spend two weeks just scratching the surface of the country. There are volcanoes, lakes, Spanish colonial cities and the country just has such a lot of charm. You can also do volcano boarding and you've got a country that's not also just cheap but it's also ideal for the nature and adventure solo too. Managua is the capital and it has the least to do. It's not it doesn't have an old town or anything that, as far as I'm aware. I kind of bypass Managua. I headed to the coffee region of Matagalpa for coffee farms, and they also have river rafting there. You can visit Lyon for stunning white cathedral and volcano boarding, which I definitely recommend. Or you can swim in a volcanic crater lake at Laguna de Apoyo. You do get some attention in Nicaragua, though, as a woman by yourself, especially in Lyon. I don't know if it's because I was blonde. But young boys make it clear that they want your attention. So if you're comfortable with cat calls, then you won't have a problem in this country. You just need to ignore it, really. The best way to travel around the country is by bus. Minibuses tend to leave when they're full, so don't expect to just get in one and go. The road infrastructure is okay in the West, but other roads may not be what you're used to. If you're planning on adding the Caribbean islands to your itinerary, you can actually get local flight from the mainland to Bighorn Island. Or you can take the rocky boat ride from Bluefields, which leaves once a week and takes six hours from Bighorn, which is a place that you arrive in. You can then take a boat to Nicaragua's smallest island, Little Corn. I've been to both islands and spent nights on both islands. I felt quite unsafe on Little Corn Island, so I would team up with others if you do go to Little Corn Island. It is very beautiful, but the locals have a very different mindset in regards to women being there by themselves so just don't really walk around even during the day by yourself there that's my recommendation however Panama I found extremely safe there are areas that you still need to take care in but on the whole it's safe Panama City has such an amazing skyline and the promenade at night is safe for females with many families runners and cyclists there Panama is the furthest country south in Central America and it connects to the continent of South America it's more known for the Panama Canal, and over a third of the land is protected. It's good for bird watching. There are hundreds of different species there. The most touristy place in Panama, which is a very cool island to go to if you're looking to party, is Bocas del Toro, where you're guaranteed to meet others on this group of islands. If you want a more cultural set of islands, sail to the San Blas Islands, which are the most stunning and home to the Kuna tribe. Panama's really well connected and the easiest way to get around it is by bus. If you're travelling overnight, they do have good night buses, but make sure you take a fleece because the air conditioning is the coldest I've ever felt on a bus in my life. 
and also make sure that you take earplugs because they do tend to just play movies really loud. They do do that in the rest of Central America and also South America as well. You can take ferries from David to Miranda if you're going to Pocas del Toro or you can take a tour to the San Blast Islands. There are so many highlights of Central America so I just want to give you my recommended must-sees in Central America. So you have to go to Tikal in Guatemala. You should stay with a Mayan family in San Jose in Belize. I did this and I stayed there for three nights and washed dishes with the family in the river. I tasted cocoa, tasted chocolate from a, a cocoa seed, the chocolate seed where it comes from, and helped make the maize pancakes. And it was such an amazing cultural experience, even though we couldn't speak each other's language. Volcano boarding on Cerro Negro in Nicaragua. Explore the colonial town of Antigua in Guatemala. See the Mayan ruins of Copan in Honduras. Enjoy the peace at Lake Atalan in Guatemala. Go underground at the ATM cave Belize. That's not another word for a cash point. It's called Acton something something. And they have Mayan ruins inside this cave. It's very, very unique. You can get dive certified in Utila in Honduras. You can see Isla de Ometepe in Nicaragua. Sightsee in Leon in Nicaragua. Or take a short cruise along the Panama Canal in Panama. Hope that this encouraged you and inspired you to travel to Central America. If you have been to the region, I'd love to hear your comments on what you thought about it. If you are planning a trip to Central America, then there is a Central America guide on the Girl About the Globe website that I'll put links to below as well. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to our Girl About the Globe podcast, making solo travel easier for you. Find everything that you need for your solo travels at girlaboutheglobe.com and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.